Welcome to Florida. And welcome to Sarasota. This another bonus episode courtesy of VisitSarasota.com. We're going to talk all about in this bonus episode events and exhibitions and food recommendations you can take advantage of this fall in Sarasota as the weather cools and it's time to get outside. And boy, uh, Craig, you for a lot of reasons, not least of which because your wife is from there. You spent a great deal of time in Sarasota over the years. Yeah, I, I really love it. It's a great town. And uh, I, I worked there for the Sarasota Herald Tribune for three years. Uh, that's where my wife and I started dating and, you know, we ended up getting married. And and uh, I wrote a book that's set mm-hmm. there, The Sin of Scandal, about Selby Botanical Gardens winding up facing criminal charges over an orchid smuggling case yeah um but but i mean it's a beautiful place to visit I, you know uh, they don't sell my book in the gift shop but you know it's <laughs> it's a great place to visit yeah. and yeah. and i want to be sure to ask uh ask our guest about the uh the the nude beach that's there mm-hmm. so <laughs> our guest is going to be nate sweetman nate now nate lives in the tampa area still and and works virtually for visit Sarasota. He is the new marketing and communications director there. So he is down in Sarasota a couple days a week working from home. He just moved to Florida from New York a couple of years ago. I took my first visit to Sarasota in the spring of of 2021 and was uh, really uh, impressed by the area with and and my visit was mostly based on culture and museums and and that sort of thing but really Craig when you're talking about fall Sarasota it's the outdoor uh recreational oh, yeah. opportunities that that really shine absolutely well and it's and it's it's got a fascinating history unlike any other city in in the state I mean it, it, it's so tied in with circus history and the Ringling Brothers uh spending their winters there and John Ringling built his mansion there and mm-hmm. it's now a big uh, museum. So it's definitely worth a place to visit. Nate Sweetman is our guest director of uh, marketing and communications at Visit Sarasota. Visit sarasota.com for more information. Let's uh, take a trip to Sarasota. Thanks for joining us today. Um, tell us about you're fairly new to, to working in Sarasota. What was your first experience of going there? What, what, what were some of the things you observed? Well, it's funny you asked. My second week on the job, I actually got thrown right into my first group fam trip. Um, It was an eco adventure trip. So I'm with about a group of seven people, super into eco adventures. They're highly experienced and they have a great time. So we got to go on a a paddle boat tour um, of uh, Peace River. That was a lot of fun. It took us about two, three hours. It was great. Um, We also got a dragon boat lesson tour. If people are not familiar with the dragon boating, uh, it's it's very competitive paddle boating. We actually have... (laughs) World championships, international world championships happening right at Nathan Benderson Park um, throughout the year. We have one coming up. I was actually going to briefly speak on it in October, but we got a chance to do that as well. And uh, I just got to experience a lot of the nature stuff. It was my first Mm -hmm. weekend. They threw me right out there and I loved it. For (laughs) folks who don't know, a FAM is essentially an invitation uh, only trip for largely members of the media to uh, familiarize themselves with the area so that they can then go and, and write about those experiences. I took a fam with my art writing to Sarasota in May of 2021 and, and was able to see uh, Mary Selby Gardens and go to the, the Ringling Art Museum and, and really get my first taste of Sarasota, which absolutely blew me away. But when we talk about fall in Sarasota, as, as your experience uh, indicated, I'm, I'm guessing 
really people want to get out on the water. And when I was looking at the Visit Sarasota website, it's kayaking, it's sailing, it's the paddle boats, it's the eco tours. I mean, there's so much to do there on the water, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's another thing I wanted to speak on. We are really big into the water activities. And of course, people want to get themselves down here and experience everything outside. That's the beautiful part of Florida. It's always nice out usually. So um, kayaking is really big. We work with SRQ Kayak. Uh, they are a great, great partner of ours. Um, we also do different kayak and paddleboard tours at different areas um, throughout Sarasota County and Venice. Um, even the Comis and, and in different areas like that, which is really cool. And then, yeah, like I alluded to earlier, the dragon boat, uh, paddle boat tour, those things are, they're fun and they are a workout. I mean, I was on those for about 20 minutes when we did it. And I said, I told myself, I didn't need to go to the gym for the next two days. So we're good and, here. Yeah. Have you, so, have you gone, have you gone out on the Mayaka river yet? That's, that's Florida's first designated wild and scenic river. And it's a, it's, I know from experience, it's a great place to canoe. Oh, it's, we went on an actual boat tour, part of that first eco-fam trip I, I spoke on earlier. That was actually how we started the trip. Um, we were on the Mayaka River for about an hour and just kind of we were on a big, giant boat tour, kind of giving us the history and the lay of the land. And uh, we saw many gators out there and stuff, very friendly. But uh, the nature scene is beautiful. It's breathtaking. And then we got a chance to actually get off the boat and check out the uh, the dandelion sunflower fields and they go for miles oh, and wow. it's, it's just great scenery it's awesome if you guys can get there definitely go check that out they also have a canopy walk there where you can walk amongst yes. the tree height and yes. you can see a little more of the lay of land i didn't get a chance to do that but i've heard that's one of the best parts of the, the of the, the state bird park. walk the yeah, bird the walk bird at walk. Yep. river state park yes Micah River State Park, by the way, one of the oldest and largest state parks in, in our award-winning state park system. But yeah, that's a that's a pretty cool thing and not something you find at any of the other state parks either. It's right. Cool. Well, and when right. you think about Sarasota, Sarasota County, obviously, you know, you've got the, the beach and the Gulf, which is, is one of the crown jewels. But I, I would imagine that, and, and Craig, you've been there many times, we, we mentioned in the introduction, that Mayaka River State Park is is not only one of the crown jewels of the area, but the entire state. And there are cab you can you can rent cabins there, or you can do you know more traditional tent camping there too. Right, so right. It, it's massive, <laughs> and and lots of lots of wildlife you can see there. Chad mentioned uh, Selby Gardens, uh, which I have a special interest in since I wrote a book about them called "The Scent of Scandal." But um, they've done some renovation work recently, and they're they're uh, uh, that's always a very popular, not just a tourist destination, but a wedding venue as well, isn't it? Right. Yeah. They're they're gra gradually expanding. Um, they just added uh, a butterfly house there as well. That's oh. uh, somewhat new. If you haven't been to their uh, historic Spanish Point campus, it's it's breathtaking as well. Uh, you can kind of just hang out with the butterflies for as long as you want. And then, yeah, the actual uh, the mansion there where the uh, the, the weddings are held um, is very popular. We actually just had uh, a fam group press trip in August with FOA, the Florida Outdoor Writers Association, and we held our initial reception there. A great crowd. Uh, they really help and provide anything you need if you have any events going on there. Um, but yeah, they're really expanding. A lot of weddings do take place there. Um, a lot of group trips, like I said. And if you haven't got a chance to check out the downtown campus, it's got its own differences as well, which is really, really cool. Right. And that that's something that is, is a recent development. I, I wrote about that when Selby Gardens 
entered kind of a, a management partnership with the, the Spanish Point. There was a, a park there. Explain a little bit about what, what the difference is between the two are. Because when you think of Selby Gardens, we think of the main location and it's got you right, know, the, the great waterfront, botanical, yeah. right, all the beautiful, that. But, beautiful walkways and so forth. Mm, yeah. But there is a, a now a, a sort of satellite um, property to Selby Gardens. Right. So the, the downtown campus has a little more of the traditional events that you can kind of just get to on a, on a quick basis, you know, um, different things for families, different little conferences, but uh, they have interactive uh, showings and things like that at that downtown campus, which is a little more different. Eventually, they're going to try and expand that to the historic Spanish Point campus. But with that campus itself, you just get more acres of scenery you can you get to visit and check out. Like I said, it's, it's gradually expanding, but you do get two separate waterfronts. Um, depending on what areas you are walking with the historic Spanish Point campus. Um, so you, you get a really cool look in the lay of the land there. But the downtown campus is a little more uh, interactive with their showing, yeah. kind of expanding to, to make those differences. And it is almost walking distance from most of the, the hotels downtown. Exactly. In fact, you, you probably could do it. You walk right along the uh, the water right. there. It's It's gorgeous. And they have uh, one of the most unusual trees I have ever seen. If you go there, be sure to see the shaving brush tree, which looks like it's straight out of a Dr. Seuss uh, book. It is just <laughs> nuts what yeah. this tree looks like. I'm not even going to try to explain it because uh, you have to see it to believe it. And, and you can right. see it at Selby Gardens. Yeah, they yeah. were talking to me about it before when I had did my first tour of Selby Gardens when I first joined on and they were said, they had said that this is like the main keep, the mainstay of this place. This is the <laughs> one staple that people just love to come check out is this tree. So yeah. I definitely remember it's very uh, yeah. visual in my head. And again, with the, with the fall weather now, you can spend, you know, hours outdoors there. They've got native plants. And again, they've got a little mangrove area that's right on the uh, the water so you can really get a feel for it without uh, all kinds of sunscreen and sweat and needing to take uh, three liters of water along with you. So, you know, right. take advantage of, of the cooler weather to get out there at, at, at Selby Gardens or Mac River State Park and enjoy all these kind of things. And Craig, another uh, something that we've mentioned periodically on the podcast and actually is the genesis of the most listened to episode ever of Welcome to Florida, our Red Tide uh, episode that's a uh, moat marine research which is uh, which is not just a there. scientific institution but it's also a tourist attraction as well because mm-hmm. there's lots of lots of things to see and do there as well now have you been to moat yet yeah i've been to moat many times it's actually one of my favorite attractions i, I think that was the first place i actually got to check out when i did arrive um mm-hmm. i was so intrigued because it's not your typical aquarium attraction um, people right. need to understand they're also a research laboratory so mm-hmm. they're doing a lot of science and conservation and figuring out different eco issues in the world and kind of how they can manage and help help uh, help out and collaborate with that. But uh, there's a lot going on there, too. You can check out really cool feedings and shows as well. So it gives you both a history lesson and a main cool attraction. What, what do they have on display now? It's been a while since I've been out there. So when I when I had arrived, I had checked it out in, I want to say, early July. Um, they had manatees out. They had crocodile showings. Um, hmm. They had interactive sea lions that they could like throw different things at. They were doing tricks and the kids and families were loving it. They they have a lot that are out and about. So you can and, and see those and whatnot. What sort of uh, events are on the calendar for this fall in the area? Uh, so right now we're really big into different craft festivals. Um, so downtown we have the 26th annual uh, Sarasota Craft Festival that's going to be taking place October 2nd through the 3rd right at Selby Five Points Park. 
Um, you'll you'll see a, a bunch of different ven vendors with jewelry, pottery, ceramics, photography, um, an expansive green market with plants, orchids, mm -hmm. flora, handmade soaps, uh, gourmet spices, and then some of the best kettle corn I've heard in, in the area. So that'll be filled throughout. Once again, that's October 2nd through the 3rd. And then a really big hit during this time, I've realized, is the Amish community. Yes. Uh, yeah. Pinecraft, uh, the Amish snowbird community of Sarasota. Uh, has a lot going on during this time because typically this is the time where the northerners start to make their way down here. They have lots of uh, uh, festivals as well, uh, craft markets, farmers markets, uh, some of the best food tastings. And right, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the brakes on the entire. I have never heard of this before. And Craig, oh, yeah. apparently you okay? What, oh yeah, what, oh yeah. What, what you, is, okay, next time, you, next time you yes, okay. next time there you go to Yoder's and order the apple pie. Oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> I gotta write yes. that down. I have to. Write that down. But the, so there's an Amish community in yeah. Sarasota. Amish and Mennonite. Yeah. It's where they go to yeah. vacation. Yep. How long has that been there for? Prince, oh gosh. I mean, decades. decades. Obviously, we're decades. Yeah, decades. yeah. I was gonna say twenty plus years at yeah. least. That from what I've read about. Oh, more it. than that. I mean, it was there. Yeah. I I used to work in Sarasota back in the '80s, and it was there then. It then it been oh, there yeah. for decades. Then you know you're there. You know you're in Pinecraft when. When you're you're driving down the road and suddenly you see all these all these uh, women in bonnets riding three wheeled bicycles. Sure, well, <laughs> I've, I've, I've been to like Pennsylvania Dutch country and 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 seen you know Amish in in Wisconsin and driving around the Midwest where I'm from. I would see, but I had no idea there was that community in and Florida, I, and it's called Pine Pinecrest. 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 Okay, yeah. that's a separate like, town in Sarasota County. Well, it's sort yeah, of an it's, enclave with a little Sarasota. neighborhood. Yeah, community yeah. that's kind of located right there. But yeah, I've actually had many of uh, inquiries for fam trips. People asking me, I want to see the Amish community in Pinecraft. Mm -hmm. So it's oh been giving gosh. me a lot more research. And now I'm intrigued, of course, to go check it out myself so that when I get people here, I kind of can give them all the, the best the best areas and spots and things in, in that nature. Sure. Okay. So there there's a festival. Run back the details on that because <laughs> once once you said that his Amish, mind was I, blown, it didn't really start. My head started to spin <laughs> so, there. Yeah. So it's just this fall they have uh, many farmers markets open and and different okay. little craft festivals and tastings. They don't have specific dates, but it's usually oh, yeah. the fall and winter is their most popular time and season, of course, because. You've got the people from Indiana and Ohio, Pennsylvania, sure. New York, and 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 the, and the light coming down. So you'll just see that throughout the entire community. But wow. check out Pinecraft uh, yes. for our visitors. Oh, check well. out Pinecraft. I hear it's it's a, it's a popular gift. Go to Yoder's, get some pie. That's my advice. Go to Yoder's, get some pie. <laughs> I'm going to be doing that this week. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, yeah. and since we're doing food recommendations, when I was down there in the spring, mine would be Bavaro's Pizza Napolitana and, and uh, Pastoria. If you uh, mm -hmm. have not been there, check that out again. That's walking distance okay. from downtown. Yeah. Do you have a, a a food spot, a bar, something that you should uh, recommend to all our listeners? Please, if you can, check out the Toasted Mango Cafe. Um, it's a little cafe right on North Tamiami Trail, uh, very near the Van Wazel and almost down the road from the downtown campus of Sarah's, uh, Selby Gardens. And then, of course, downtown from the Ringling. But this place has award-winning mango waffles. And I actually Ooh. was setting up a press trip last week. And I had met uh, the person coming to visit just for breakfast. So we can go over some details of their itinerary and whatnot. And the the waitress just told us, you guys have to try this. It's award winning. It's a staple. They had awards hanging up all throughout the restaurant. Wow. But we were like, all right, we had to do it. And I kid you not, it was the best waffle I've ever had. I've never wow. thought about putting some pieces of mango with a little uh, shredded up coconut on some waffles, but wow. it was 
delicious out of this that world. Does sound good. So All right. Now you, a, you mentioned you got to check out. You mentioned the Van Wazel, also known is it still known as the Purple Cow? That's what people used to call. Yes, it. yes, yeah. that's what I'm told. That's the nickname. Yes, and yeah. of course you can see the uh, seashell on top if you're driving across the bridge over towards uh, St. Armand Circle. You can kind of see it. So people call it the Purple Seashell as well. So yeah, that's a big performing arts center there. There's yeah, all, all, they, lots of great shows, so and they have a lot of shows starting to ramp up this fall as well. Of course, due to the pandemic and whatnot, they had to tone it back. But this fall season, they're literally really trying to make their breakthrough and getting people back in the seats. So they have a lot of shows on the horizon, which yeah. is great. But so before we get to St. Armand's, let me ask you about the, the Ringling. You mentioned the Ringling. Uh, mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about the Ringling Museum there. Unique so, collection. Yeah, very unique collection. Um, I've never been so impressed by an art museum that I could spend that much time at um, and, and how embedded the circus arts is with Sarasota uh, and the culture behind it. Uh, and even as you said, St. Armand's, they have their own circus ring of fame right there in the circle where it's almost the circuses. Hall of Fame, their name can get inducted right into nameplates right on the brick around St. Armand Circle. But the Ringling itself uh, has so many options, so many things to do. Uh, the history is long. There's a lot that we, we probably don't know about the circus that it really explains to you. And then just the arts and crafts behind how uh, it was actually pieced and put together there. You can also see different shows that are going on during different seasons, which is really cool. Uh, just different performances and, and, and resonating different things about the arts culture. But what's really unique is the actual Ringling Mansion that is on yes. campus um, where he actually he and his family stayed. You get it. You get, and he get designed it. And he yeah. designed it, which is really yeah. cool because there's, John some Ringling. Unique, yeah. there's some unique like references in that place of how I wouldn't choose to live, but of course he yeah. chose to, and I thought it was a unique <laughs> way of how he put together he was, where he wanted He was to not live. the shy and retiring type. <laughs> no, not at all. It, it was definitely a different way of living, but he had every right to do it, and uh, that place is awesome. So if you get a chance to tour the Ringling, you'll spend hours there, and you can see a lot. And yeah, a lot. And, and, and to flesh this out a little bit, because arts is kind of my specialty, and when I visited, I did visit the Ringling Museum, and sort of modeled on the Uffizi Gallery in Florence, and the Ringling Museum has the best collection of old master paintings mm-hmm. in Florida for sure, and probably the Southeast. Diego Velasquez, Peter Paul Rubens, Veronese, Van Dyke, uh, Halls. It's a really unusual collection, not only for Florida, for the Southeast, but for America. You know, it's Mm -hmm. not Picasso. It's not Monet. It's not modern art. It's not contemporary. It is Baroque. So we're talking about like 1600s, 1700s. But I defy you to find a, a, a a Diego Velasquez painting within 500 miles of here. He may be the greatest painter of all time, Spanish. I'm not going to get into the whole thing because I'll bore everyone but myself. But the Baroque <laughs> collection at Ringling Museum is extraordinary. And also through October at the Sarasota Art Museum, this was uh, something I, I wrote about for Forbes.com as well, because I think it is the best temporary exhibition on view at a museum right now speaking to our contemporary world and the issues that face us. There is a Robert Colescott exhibition. He's an artist that most people are not going to be familiar with. Don't worry about it. You need to make your way to Sarasota and the Sarasota Art Museum to see this Robert Colescott exhibition. It will blow your mind and change everything you think and feel uh, about modern and contemporary art. It's that. Yeah, and, I, and if I could just speak, just like a side note, the Sarasota Art Museum is a, of course, renovated high school that's totally transformed and is absolutely beautiful. But right next door, they do have a bistro 
for those who want to get a little bite in between. And they have what's called a corn cookie, which I've never had before. But one of my first <laughs> weeks working, I went to a, a colleague. Uh, she actually performs on her on her side. Uh, she's an, a musician and she had a show at the Arts Museum. And everyone was telling us, you've got to go next door and get the cookies. So make sure if you're there, go to the bistro, <laughs> part of the Sarasota Arts Museum, and get you a okay. corn cookie. It's the best cookie I've ever had. Now, the, the Sarasota Arts Museum, you mentioned it's in a high school. Wasn't that one of the ones designed by, uh, was that Paul Rudolph? Is that one of the, uh, there's, a, there's some famous architects who worked in uh, Sarasota. I know architecture fans like going there. Yeah, I'm, I'm honestly not familiar. That's something I would have to get back to you guys on. I just know that it was, it used to be high school, and you can even see it from the outside on your way in. But right. when you actually head through the back, it looks like one of the greatest art exhibits there possibly could be in the area. And it's so deceptive from the outside looking in. But I'll definitely have to look into that and find yeah. out who the actual architect was. The um, All right. Now let's talk about St. Armand's Circle. Tell us a little bit about that and about what people can find there. I know there's a Columbia restaurant there that's very yep. well known. Columbia, yep. Uh, based off the uh, original right in Tampa, of course. There is so many places to eat, shop and kind of just experience for hours. Um, like I mentioned earlier, that Circus Ring of Fame, the actual circle itself is the Hall of Fame for anyone who's involved with the circus throughout the uh, the history here in Sarasota. And um, that's really cool and interactive because you can take your family to walk around and see all the names. And then they also have statues set up for some of the main people who were a part of it and started it, which is really cool. But some of the best restaurants in the area are right in St. Armand's Circle. I make sure people go down there and check it out when I get fam trips. I always make sure people can spend at least a few hours at St. Armand's awesome boutique shops, some great ice cream shops. Um, you can keep yourself busy and, and look at anything there. And it's it's right down the street from Moat Marine Lab. So usually mm -hmm. people can make a day out of that, just hanging out at St. Armand uh, and checking out different cafes. If you And if you like the, the circus type atmosphere and the circus history in Sarasota, there's a restaurant uh, on Main Street in Sarasota called The Main Bar that I recommend where they've got all kinds, the original was owned by a circus couple and okay. uh, they have it decorated with all of their photos of the people they used to work with in the circus uh, inside and the, the sandwiches are really good too i'm a big fan of the famous italian so perfect i'll have to put that down on my list as well is yeah. uh, is saint armand's circle on saint armand's key or you know i don't i don't know the area that well yeah. so yeah. okay that's out on the key and that's connected mm -hmm. to longboat key correct 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 all right i don't know if we should bring it up but isn't there a well-known uh, nude beach in that area as well i have heard about this nude beach my i think this was also my first or second week on the job there was someone <laughs> that, who that might have been a room of florida yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of like the uh the uh hazing of the the new communications <laughs> yeah, marketing uh, uh director someone yeah, had a fun little uh, marketing technique uh they they posted on throughout different social platforms getting people not involved but informed i should say of something that actually wasn't really going on at that new beach we'll just keep it at that <laughs> Now, is there is there still a, a powerboat race there? I know there was there uh, in, in, in years past. Yes, there is. There is. And actually, it's funny you ask that because one of the things I did want to break up is the uh, it, it's not taking place at the same location, but the 50th Sunfish World Championships. Different uh, sailors from across multiple countries, uh, I believe Peru, Chile, Guatemala, the Bahamas um, are performing in the 50th World Championship. 100 pre-qualified world sailors are going to be taking Taking the waters October 23rd to the 26th, which is really cool. It unfortunately wow. got postponed from last year to this year, but mm -hmm. lots of countries, lots of sailors, and the awards banquet is going to be at the Bird Key Yacht Club. 
So mm-hmm. it will be out there. Are, are these sort of the big, like uh, America's cup kind of catamaran kind of thing with the huge, yeah. that would, visually on uh, that would be spectacular to see. Right. Right. And it, it's, uh, I'm excited because I am going to be around for that. I'm going to make sure I can get down there for at least one of the days so I can experience that myself. But yeah, October 23rd to the 26th, you're going to see a lot of sailors out there going at it for what's awesome is the 50th annual championship, which is yeah. great. Very cool. And then, and then uh, Sarasota has a, a, correct me if I'm wrong, a championship rowing. Yep. So that's the uh, Dragon Boat one I was actually alluding to earlier. That, so we have the national championships, which take place next month and then those are for the qualifying for the international world championships that we will be hosting come next summer i believe they're either june or july come next summer we are going to be uh, uh hosting that at nathan benderson wow. park which is awesome you're looking at over 200 countries are involved it's going to be great but yeah so we're fin- we start september 30th and end up uh end it october 3rd um, as far as the uh, crew national championships here at nathan benderson to qualify for next wow. year's internationals all kinds of water activities, water sports. We talked about the nature and culture, dining, restaurant. There an incredible number of Italian restaurants. And I don't know if yeah. that's you know, like people from up north coming down from like New York and Boston, but right. a bizarre, if you like Italian food, man, you'll never run out of spots to go to. I could be wrong about it. I think Sarasota is the only town in Florida that has two opera companies. Am I right yeah. about that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Which is which is amazing and of course historic as well. And another thing that makes us such an art and, and, and entertainment community itself, yeah. um, we have so many different options for people and so many uh, different. And what I what I liked, especially, I stayed in downtown Sarasota and so walkable. Walk to the water. You can walk to boutiques and shops and restaurants and all that kind of thing. You know, that's not something I have access to where I live on Amelia Island, but that, you know, just being able to put the car away for a, a day or two and, and walk around, obviously you can drive out to, to some of the, you know, the Mayaka river state park and, and Spanish Saint point, Ormans, yeah. yeah, different, different places. But also right. if, you know, you're looking at a, a, a girl's trip in town, shopping boutiques, restaurants, mm-hmm. man, you can uh, stay in Sarasota, put the car away for the weekend and not even miss it. And, and I, I love that because there's really developing there a great street level scene of, of, of shops and uh, restaurants. And, um, you know, it's very walkable. And again, in, in the fall, when, uh, you know, you're not going to burst into flames trying to do it. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, that's what makes the, the area so great. Um, right. and, everything, and, everything can be in distance. And uh, we, we can't, skip over mentioning you can also go see where they film siesta key the the quote-unquote yeah. reality show <laughs> yeah that is a part of that is a part of it. i have had inquiries about that as well just people wondering hey where did they do this and that um, yeah. i'm familiar with some of the places but yeah it is it is a big hit people get a kick out of that of course the reality <laughs> show is of course what it is but we we yeah. love to support any way possible so it, it's really cool that people are interested in that aspect as well it is a beautiful beach on siesta key it really yeah, is it is, it is. <laughs> Visit sarasota.com if you want to learn more. It's going to be exciting as we catch up with Nate. We're going to do another one of these previews looking at winter uh, events and activities. I've learned a great deal. We've got uh, food recommendations for cookies and pie and pizza (laughs) and all kinds of stuff. Great art exhibits and uh, eco tours. Uh, Visit sarasota.com. 
Sarasota.com. Uh, obviously, everyone knows where Sarasota is. They're between Fort Myers and, and St. Pete, Tampa area on uh, the Gulf side. It's easy to get to. You're looking for a, a long weekend or even a, a week's vacation from out of state. Visit Sarasota.com. Great website. They've got all these uh, activities and more highlighted there uh, for you to uh, investigate. Nate, we appreciate your time and we'll uh, catch up again in a couple of months and uh, talk about uh, winter uh, events and, and programming there and visit Sarasota. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. It was a pleasure. I was glad to be able to talk to you guys and uh, looking forward to the next conversation. Super. Great. Take care, Nate.